1: Yes, indeed it is. Welcome into it. It is Kansas Talk, Wichita's Big Talker, KQAM. Good Saturday morning to you, man. Waking up, ready to go for another weekend. Oh, yeah. I know you're excited about it. I'm excited about it. Let's kick off a wonderful weekend. It's supposed to be kind of warm, at least today. Then it's going to like rain or snow tomorrow, and then we get back into the 50s. Uh, We definitely are having like an early spring, I guess. With things beginning to warm up finally. Welcome into it, 316721 316721 Talk on the Maximum Outdoor Equipment Hotlines. Would love to hear from you today. We have a lot to talk about, things going on across the state of Kansas, and obviously something big that's supposedly going on this weekend. We'll get to that in a minute. Have a big lineup of guests for you today as well. State Representative Leo Delperdang will be with us at the bottom of this hour, district number 94 here in the Wichita area. We haven't chatted with him yet this session, so we'll get an update on what he's been working on from his perspective, some of the committees that he's involved with. Also, top of the next hour, Stephen Owens, a state representative from District Number 74 up in the Newton area, who has also made the announcement that he'll be running for the Senate seat in this upcoming election for that district. That's up in North Wichita, Newton area, a little bit of Hutchinson, that kind of region there as uh, actually big news. And I think we mentioned it maybe last week or so, but the incumbent in that race has officially announced their retirement. So right uh, as of right now, Stephen Owens running for that seat without the incumbent in that one. So uh, looking pretty good for him right now. We'll see if anybody else chooses to jump in to that race. Also, bottom of the hour, next hour, to wrap up the show, we have Davis Liquor Outlet as we'll be talking about our favorite adult beverages maybe for the big game coming up tomorrow. So I'm uh, looking forward to chatting with all of them throughout the program, which means the first half hour is open lines to you at three one six seven two one eight two five five to talk about anything that's on your mind, bothering you, troubling you, and what we're doing here across the state of Kansas and the city of Wichita. I have to say I am I am prepared for the Super Bowl, if you are as well. And show of hands, how many people are going to be watching it? Now, I, I, I've i said this many times before. I don't usually watch football games. I just don't have an interest in it. I just don't care. I really stopped watching, especially after the whole wokeness that happened, the kneeling of the National Anthem, so on and so forth. And I know that they took a dive in the ratings overall back then. However... Ratings are starting to climb again, and with states that have now legalized sports gambling, we see, especially here in the state of Kansas, a lot of people throwing money on this big game coming up tomorrow. So if you are uh, if you have money tied to it, I would love to hear your thoughts on if you have put money on and why. According to the latest national survey, it is the largest gambled game in U.S. history. Now, that makes sense because some more states have actually legalized sports gambling. But one in four Americans are actually having money on the game in some way, whether it's who wins, on how many points, or how many times someone gets injured, or if Taylor Swift's going to make an appearance, or whatever the gamble may be. That uh, a lot of people are throwing money on this. And one. one in four Americans overall across the nation. That is a buttload of money that's going to be invested into this game and we'll see how this one turns out now I will say this without a whole lot of um basic understanding of the history of the teams and their records for the season or how well they played or all the players or whatever because I don't follow it however I will say that I think I have to make a prediction for this game and not like I did yesterday on the program for the voice of reason with the voodoo-ness from uh from Taylor Swift although I think that is part of it but I, this is <laughs> this is my understanding of what could happen at this game I'm going to be putting my money on the Chiefs and th- this would be why for any of you that may get this one
2: okay so the soup bowl is occurring in some days and it is playing the 49ers and the chefs and so I must make a prediction um, so the 49ers this consists of men who are all 49 years old so this means uh, they are having many osteo- how you say, osteoporosis and uh, Alzheimer everyone is having this and also tinnitus with ears ringing and tendinitis, all the nituses, they are having this. The quarterback record, is saying, Blue 89, 2 d 2 fip flap doo Hot-Hot-Hot. All the players just standing around because they cannot hear him. And yes, they are standing, they cannot kneel because of all of the osteoporosis they have. Meanwhile, the chefs are realized that they are playing very old, old, old peoples. So they have made oatmeal because they are chefs. And they have placed the oatmeal uh, near the scrimmaging of line. So... All of the 49ers are very excited to eat oatmeal because it is the only thing their old bodies can di- digest because they are so old. Meanwhile, the chefs are doing many chef's kisses in the sky and then they run around with the ball of foot and they make some point. So. My predicting is uh, Chefs 5, a 49ers negative 1. And the tip for the 49ers perhaps change to the 27ers. Because uh, ball foot is a very athletic sport.
1: <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> ah, that's the prediction for the NFL and for the Super Bowl coming up tomorrow. Is that your prediction as well? Is that <laughs> is that how much you've actually followed this one? would love to get your thoughts. Are you going to watch the game? And are you looking forward to what this one may look like? Now, I said this briefly on the program yesterday that I am concerned uh, for the well-being of the NFL and the impact that Taylor Swift has had on the sport. I know we talk a lot about Taylor Swift. Andy, why do you care? Let's focus on the actual game. I, I really do think that this is dynamically and culturally changing what the NFL is about with someone having so much influence over the sport and why so many people are so focused on her and the marketing that's starting to shift as well with who they're trying to reach. Especially for the Super Bowl. Now, as you know, when you watch the Super Bowl, one of the reasons, like 60% of the reason why you actually watch the Super Bowl in the first place is to watch the ads. Is it not the entertaining? At least it used to be. The ads that uh, are entertaining. The ads that are funny. The ads that just take things to, an, to another level, to the extreme, that just make you chuckle or that you look forward to each break on what they're actually going to look like. And i got to be honest, I haven't been excited about a a football or a a Super Bowl commercial really in the past, like, four, five, six years. It's been a good long time since I've actually seen a decent commercial in the Super Bowl. The last one I remember was a Doritos commercial, and I don't even remember really any Doritos commercials in, like, the last year or two, I think, at all. Uh, But they didn't even make some funny ones even prior to that for the past few years. It's been unfortunate. And the reason I say this is because now we see ads that Nickelodeon, the cartoon channel, is promoting the Super Bowl to children. And I think it's because of this influence that Taylor Swift has had. And with so many quote-unquote men that may or may not have walked away from the Super Bowl because of the politics that got infiltrated into the game, that they're looking for a different demo. And right now the demo that's bringing in, literally raking in the money for the teams, especially the Kansas City Chiefs with Taylor Swift, is the younger demographic, the women demographic, and the teen boppers and the Swifties. So... Are they pandering to a different crowd and are you expecting any type of good commercials this year or are they going to be pandering to like 12 year olds for the commercials at the Super Bowl? Where are the days where we had Doritos making some really um, funny yet kind of slightly inappropriate commercials during the Super Bowl for the adults? Where are the days where we had the Clydesdale for the Budweiser or we had the three frogs doing the Budweiser commercial? For the Super Bowl, where are the days that Bud Light used to have the house? Remember the house that was built with the cases of the Bud Light and the girls in the bikinis that were running around in the house, you know, and laying on the couch that was made of Bud Light cases? I know that that's now, you know, not their style because now they'd rather have like trans individuals doing that same thing, which is kind of weird. But uh, I guess that's the direction that they're going. But what type of marketing are we going to see at the Super Bowl this year? With the focus on the younger demographic, not necessarily the alpha male type of individual that's maybe no longer watching the Super Bowl any longer or games in general throughout the entire season. Are you going to watch it and are you going to look forward to what those ads may look like going into this year? I'm kind of curious on what this one may look like because I think this is going to be a shift and we're going to see something a little bit different than what we normally see at a major Super Bowl event. The largest, uh, most watched event all year on television, except for maybe like Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin, who hit 150 million views on Twitter in the first 24 hours of the interview. So maybe, maybe it's not going to be that caliber, but for definitely for televised and satellite TV, I think that's going to be the highest-rated event uh, throughout the entire year. Three one six seven two one eight two five five. And oh, by the way, Super Bowl halftime show—definitely not looking forward to that. I just don't care. I mean, they don't have a rock concert. They haven't had a rock concert in ever so until they actually have a rock concert and by rock concert i don't mean print by rock concert i don't mean pop rock i mean i want something heavier than metallica and that's not gonna happen well then i won't watch the super bowl halftime show all right let's get your thoughts on it what's your thoughts for the big game coming up this weekend uh, do you have your predictions and are you going to watch it what type of foods are you looking forward to and what kind of ads are you expecting from this one let's go to the phones here shall we line number one good morning who's this this is Frederick. Frederick, how are you, sir? Oh, hey,
3: I'm just fine, thank you. Um, I, had a, I had COVID, and I got over it, Ooh, so I'm, glad. I'm fine. And for someone that actually had COVID, doctor certified, it's no more than a bad cold, seriously. Mm.
1: Well, I'm glad That's you made it through it, all right. And I, I'm glad because I know that, uh, you know, that, that can be, I guess some say that it can be detrimental, but I don't know. But I'm glad that you made it through it and everything's all, now, did you lose your sense of taste? Pardon? Did you lose your taste when you? Some say that when you got COVID, um, that you couldn't you, you couldn't know what? taste anything.
3: It, um, yeah, it's you go through about four days of uh, coughing, and uh, it gets weird. Your taste gets weird. Uh, some other stuff gets weird, and then it only lasts about five days. And uh, well, my wife my wife had it. And my daughter had it, and so all three of us got it. And I went out and bought 26 um, tests, and so I was able to test quite often. Yeah. But, but, no, it's it's no big deal. Oh, by the way, on on this Taylor Swift, I don't – who cares <laughs> who his girlfriend is? I mean, right? it doesn't make any difference to me. Right. Now, my concern would be if I was a, another player on that team and if I had a beautiful lady, okay, and, hey, look at my beautiful lady. Well, she's not Taylor Swift. Yeah. I think they're emphasizing it too much, but I, but I could care less. Now, as far as commercials go, uh, we will see. Um, but what the big problem is going to be, and no one's talking about it right now, mm-hmm. and it's a sensitive subject, is we're going to have the national anthem, and then we're going to have the black national anthem, instead of just having one. yeah, And although it's a no-no subject to talk about, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of backlash they
1: get. Well, they're not going to get backlash, and that's the unfortunate part, is that apparently we can't have a national anthem for the entire country. We have to have a super-duper special one for individuals um, just because they want to have their own. So you're right, and again, the politics has not gone away in the NFL, which is why I haven't watched a single game this entire year. And I'm hoping... I don't know whether this is going to happen or not, but I'm hoping that the TV outlets that are broadcasting the game just pan away, go to a commercial break during that entire event because I don't want to see it because it just shows the division in this nation and it's sickening and I can't believe that people are tolerating it.
3: Well, I do know at one sporting event, uh, when they had the regular national anthem and when they had this uh, so-called blackness, first of all, uh, older people, Negro people, hell, I'm old enough, I've gone through all their names that they've called themselves during the past eighty years, but they are Americans just as much as I'm an American. They exactly. have the same American blood in me as I do. Amen. And they need to realize
1: that everybody does. You know that. Andrew? That's right. We don't need the African American. We don't need Asian American. We don't need Native American. No, we don't need. We don't. We, we don't need American. all American. Yeah. And we're... they're
3: just an American. But um, but what I was saying was on the sporting event, they they played the so-called Black National Anthem. And there was a lot of booing, so right. and that was not good. So because all that does is just, just distract from the game, and then also kind of pits one 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 set of the fans against another set of the fans. So yeah. you don't want that.
1: I agree, my friend. I agree. Are you going to watch it tomorrow?
3: Oh sure. Okay, uh, my wife and I we only watch Kansas City, and. Dallas football teams no okay. other football teams Interesting. If, if, if Kansas City is playing yes if Dallas is playing yes but I'm not uh we do not watch any other team
1: all right I and love it because yes yeah do you have a prediction so, do you have a prediction on the outcome what do you think is going to turn out
3: Kansas City is going to win okay okay all and right. uh I think Kansas City has the most common sense the greatest uh a really, really, really fine uh, quarterback, and he's and he's common sense, yeah. and I like. He's a he is a very likable
1: individual. He is. He's very much so. So far, at least, I haven't seen in the public eye he hasn't let the fame go to his head yet, which is really good. So hopefully he stays that way and uh, he can keep a level head and continue to do what he does. So, Frederick, I love it, my friend. Enjoy the game. Happy weekend. Always appreciate the call and uh, great to hear from you. we got some other calls on the line here. We'll take you in just a moment. we got to take a break. 20 minutes past the hour. It is Wake Up. Wake Up, Wichita. It is Kansas Talk. Wichita's Big Talker. KQAM will take your phone calls on the Super Bowl. The ads, the game, the politics, however, you want to discuss it, let's bring it up here when we come back, right around the corner on KQAM. Well, I heard Neil, well, I hope will 24 minutes past the hour. Welcome back into it you got to have a conversation with the guy putting the music in here. What is this? The heck is this? Welcome back in. 316-721-8255. 316-721-TALK. On the Maximum Outdoor Equipment Hotlines, we'd love to hear from you. The big game tomorrow. Are you watching it? What are you looking for? Are you watching it for the actual game? Are you looking for it for the political response or the political messages, the hidden secret messages in there? Are you looking for the commercials? Are you looking at it just to have a party and eat some food? Like, what are you doing here? And uh, what's your strategy? I still think the voodoo of Taylor Swift will put the magic spell on the Chiefs and do it. That's what I'm believing. Did you see the number 13 stuff that I read yesterday on the program? We'll have to do that here in just a minute. Uh, In a little bit interesting, fascinating stuff. So I, I think that she put that voodoo magic in there. Yeah. We'll see how that one goes. Let's go back to the phone, shall we? Line at number two. Good morning. Who's this?
4: Hey, Frank. I'm up, Andy.
1: What's happening, Sean? How are we doing?
4: Oh, uh, I'm happy to be alive.
1: Oh, there you go. Good stuff. Are you ready for the big game tomorrow?
4: Well, what do you mean by ready? Am I going to watch it? I don't know. Okay. I don't. You know, I, I, I made a prediction early in the season that the Chiefs wouldn't make it to the Super Bowl. Mm. And you know what? I was almost right about that.
1: You are. Almost. You are almost right. And again, that's why. And now, look, I don't. I don't follow it very much. I don't. I haven't watched a single game. The only reason I vaguely know what's going on is because right across the door from me here is a sports radio station where they talk about it constantly. So I get the drop in the in the tidbits and the breadcrumbs coming from them. So I vaguely know what's going on. In my understanding was that the Chiefs uh, struggled throughout th- really the first half of the entire season, and they lost like, what, two, three, four games this year. So they uh, they didn't have their perfect record like they dominated last year, so they struggled more. So a lot of people kind of started writing them off. Then all of a sudden, Taylor Swift came into the picture. She started showing up to all these games. All the sensations started happening with her, and they haven't lost a game since. So, again, I think she put a voodoo spell on them.
4: No, 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 no. She... <laughs> She, uh, they've lost a game since uh, she's been uh, hooked up with Travis Kelsey. And I think part of the reason why they did it so bad is a lot of them, especially Kelsey, didn't have their heads in the game. That's why they almost didn't make it to
1: the championship. Mm, they were distracted but, a little bit by the sensation. They had to kind of recalibrate a little bit.
4: Yeah, and I'm sick of Taylor Swift. And why do they always got a cut to her whenever uh, – the Chiefs score. How come we don't see the cheerleaders from any NFL games anymore, or any uh, of the other about?
1: wives? Any uh, here's here's the thing. I saw a post on social media about this and how they were attacking the masculine alpha males who are upset about always panning to Taylor Swift and how it was about the, the great example for your daughters and how she's you know representing the women in this sport and how the women demographics growing and how dare you get mad about them panning to a female in this? I don't care about them panning to a female. It doesn't matter. My question is. Why is it that it's only Taylor Swift as opposed to all the wives that are, you know, they're cheering on their husbands that are in the game forever? Or like you said, you know, the cheerleaders that are supporting the team as well or the mascot. Or why is it only Taylor Swift and all the celebrities there? Because I don't care. I don't care about her. And if you want to talk about, you know, the, the hyping up of women and the women power and so on and so forth there at the game, cool. Show the box where all the wives are there hanging out, having a good time supporting their husbands as well.
4: Yeah, but Taylor Swift is a big celebrity, and I don't care. But there are people out there that just love celebrities and worship them. Wow. The, the celebrity is the center of their lives. Come yeah. on, man. There is that. Wow. They they
1: only care about what the celebrity does. They that makes their entire life. They're the ones. They're the ones that buy the uh, uh, what is it? The little magazine at the grocery store, and you're in the checkout line.
4: I don't know, but
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, the Na- what I mean, is the is it the National Enquirer? Is that yeah. what it is? the irrational inquiry yeah the irrational inquiry. yeah that one where it's all the fake drama where they post the pictures like uh johnny depp is going to have a sex change or something like they just come up with random crap and take pictures and then you know that's what people eat up they eat that stuff up and i just don't get it
4: well here's my prediction are you ready
1: okay all right uh i don't
4: want to see the chiefs turn in to something like the Patriots where they were winning so much and everybody, the whole country was hating on the team.
1: Why not? So here's
4: the deal. I was never a fan of the Chiefs my entire life until Patrick Mahomes came along.
1: Okay. This is their
4: fourth trip to the Super Bowl, and and that's fine, but uh, if they win, they win. Will I watch a game? I might. I have to be in the right kind of a mood to watch any football game, but since it's the Super Bowl, I might. I, uh, I ain't watching the halftime show. But uh, I'm really sorry that uh, Detroit didn't make it to the Super Bowl because I was rooting for them because they've never been to the Super Bowl in their history.
1: You know, I and agree was, with that. I, Sean, I, I yeah. hate to cut you off. we got to take a break here. But you're right. You know what? Actually, coming from Ohio originally, there were a lot of um, Detroit Lions fans that were out there, so I was around that quite a bit. And I was with you. I really wanted to see them go just because they deserve it. After all those years of being beat down and picked on for a long time for being the Lions. I really would have liked to have seen them and the fact that they're not San Francisco. So there is that as well. Sean, I appreciate it. we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll have State Representative Leo Delperdang in studio. We'll talk about some of the legislative issues, get his take on the big game, what he's got cooked up for some type of queso or something at home ready to go as well. We'll have some fun. Lots more coming up here on Kansas Talk, Wichita's Big Talker, KQAM.
0: Kansas Talk with Andy Hoosier.
1: Yes, it is. Welcome back into it. It is Kansas Talk, Wichita's Big Talker. KQAM 1480 on the AM dial, 99.7 HD 4 on the FM dial. If you have that HD smart radio, you can listen to us in high definition. Also, our friends out in Garden City, Kansas, 1240 KIUL, broadcasting us right now as well. So, welcome into it. Happy Saturday morning. Getting up and moving here. three one six seven two one eight two five five on the Maximum Outdoor Equipment Hotline. So, at Leo Delperdink, State Representative, District number 94 here in the district. Good morning, sir.
5: Good morning, Andy. Always good to good see you. Good to see you on your show. Yeah. I got a quick question for yes. you. Yes. Unrelated here. Okay. When I pull into the parking lot out here, you got this big tower out there, right? All right. About how tall do you think that is?
1: Give mm-hmm. a while. What?
5: Couple hundred foot or so? Yeah, a couple
1: hundred foot. Okay.
5: I was so relieved when I pulled in and seen that. Are you familiar with WJLX in Jasper, Alabama? No. Radio station just like this, oh, AM band right. with a 200-foot tower about
1: like Take yours, away. somebody just, stole the tower. How do you do that? How do you steal a tower?
5: <laughs> I haven't figured that one out yet. I
1: haven't figured that one I out yet. I imagine they're
5: pretty darn heavy, but they stole the tower. Oh, so.
1: Yeah, we have the tower here. We have all of our transmitter towers that are all over the city for all the stations that we have. And you know, some of them get up to like 500 feet. But, yeah, I can't imagine thinking of those just, like, disappearing. Yeah. That's insane.
5: And and nobody noticed. So how long were they off the air?
1: Yeah, no uh, doubt. That's
5: that's another fear here. I well, hope somebody's listening to us out there.
1: Yeah, I hope somebody's listening to us out there. I think so. I okay. think so. They usually have a lot of fun. Uh, are you going to watch the game this weekend?
5: I'm going to be forced to watch the game this weekend.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So
5: a bunch of us going out to mother-in-laws out around the Pratt and Preston area. Oh, okay. So, All right. We'll, we'll watch it, I guess. What
1: is the flavor of choice for the snack during the Super Bowl?
5: I have no idea. No? Okay. I, I loved your advertisement earlier. Bunch of 49-year-old guys <laughs> playing against the chefs.
1: They're playing against so, the chefs. And they make the oatmeal because it's hard for them to eat. There you go. I, I was things. laughing
5: heartily. I driving in listening to that, <laughs> that one.
1: Was, that was the European take on what we do at the Super Bowl, apparently. Yes, so, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, there we go. So I have to read this real quick because you'll get a kick out of this. There is, again, I'm, I'm telling you, that Taylor Swift has put a voodoo spell on the Kansas City Chiefs. And here's why. According to People.com, her lucky number is 13. Okay? Mm -hmm. We're going to go down this road for just a moment. That's an
5: interesting lucky number.
1: It is an interesting... Now, she was born on the 13th. I was born on the 13th as well. You know, so 13 is my lucky number, too. But she explained during an MTV interview one time, I was born on the 13th. I turned 13 on Friday the 13th. My first album went gold in 13 weeks. My first number one song had a 13-second intro, and every time I have an award, I've been seated in the 13th seat or the 13th row. Mm-hmm. Basically, whenever 13 comes into my life, it's a good thing and a good luck charm. Now, that's her life. I want to apply that to the Super Bowl now, all okay. right? All right. It is Super Bowl 58. Not, five,
5: not 13.
1: F- well, 58, but 5 plus 8 equals 13. Ah, Okay. Mm. The date of the Super Bowl is two 11 plus 2 is 13. Kansas City Chiefs, uh, during the playoffs, beat the Baltimore Ravens and the 49ers, defeated the Detroit Lions in San Francisco. Uh, the 49ers, 4 plus 9 13. equals 13. The seeds that play the two teams. Uh, the 49ers were secured seed at number 1 in the NFC in December. The Kansas City Chiefs finished at number 3. 1 and 3, 13. Number of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, uh, Canada, or I'm sorry, Taylor Swift has attended. If she attends a Super Bowl, that will be the thirteenth game that she attends for the Kansas City Chiefs. The flight from Tokyo to Las Vegas is thirteen hours. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm telling you. So it's with all the number thirteens floating around I here,
5: w- I would assume they have it in the bag.
1: Then. I, I'm I'm thinking that if you're going to put money on this game. I don't know anything about the players and how good they are in competing mm-hmm. up against each other for the acadet- or the athletic side of things. But just from the vo- voodoo <laughs> magic side of things, i got to put my money on the Kansas City Chiefs on this one.
5: But now i got to put a political twist on it. That almost sounds like all the information between Abraham Lincoln and JFK. I'm
1: telling you. Yeah. Runs in line. yeah, that's right. And then the uh, similarities between Abraham Lincoln and Donald Trump as well. Oh, there's a lot there's of those a new too. One there there's yeah, a, yeah, there you go. There we so. go. anyways, my conspiracy theory of the day. okay, there you go. Happy Saturday morning. Uh, let's talk about some <laughs> legislative stuff, shall we? <laughs> let's talk about the uh, the uh, this has been a weird session so far. We haven't heard a lot of big news coming out other than the tax bill, mm-hmm. which was hilarious because the governor wanted tax cuts. You guys passed tax cuts, and then she vetoes the tax cut bill. That's true. yeah,
5: so and I have personally run some numbers. They haven't come up with thirteen, but I have run a lot of numbers on that tax bill. And where it only benefits the rich. Mm. You need some music behind that when yeah, we play it, though, yeah. but it only benefits the rich. But <laughs> right. actually, I'm going to say it is not a flat tax bill. Okay. Currently, we've got a three tier bill or three tier mm-hmm. tax levels here. Sure. On this, it is not flat tax. It's it starts two. out at zero.
1: Sure. Yeah.
5: And there's a lot of people that end up going to zero tax. But apparently that's too much, so I got to think about that one too. think about that one. Yeah. It starts out at zero, and there's various deductions that come into play on the income tax. So until you get to almost fifty thousand a year, you're not paying that flat tax, and then at that point forward, it's a flat. So that thing is actually helping. Yeah. We originally thought it was around three hundred and ten thousand people. We're now seeing numbers that's even more. So it's helping a lot of people, and including the middle class people. Yeah. So the Democrats had to take it off of the extremes. If you make five hundred thousand a year, you're saving an extra two thousand (laughs) bucks. They took it up to if you make five million a year. Now, how many people do you personally know making five million a year? But I'm not doing it quite yet. Not yet. yet. But then you're saving twenty thousand bucks. And they didn't they didn't know what to say when our tax person, Adam Smith, made the comment of that if you're making 5 million a year to to save that that means you're taking the standard deduction. Mm. Now if you're making 5 million a year, you really think you're just living off standard deductions. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Get realistic here. it, it is helping a bunch of people. it, it is reducing. We've got so much money in the coffers up there right now for the state. I was and say, it's the people's money.
1: That's their argument, isn't it? Is it it's going to bankrupt the state, but yeah. we have right now what 3 billion 3 billion with a b. Yeah, yeah. and we're still going to have roughly 3 billion like five years later, if this were implemented, yeah, according to yeah. the Kansas Policy Institute. Yeah, but
5: why are we needing to build our savings accounts up there so much like that? Yeah. It's the people's money. Give it back to the people, my goodness. Yeah,
1: it is unfortunate. Do you have, I know we talked about, they tried to ram it through and do a veto override right out of the gate for the, the week mm-hmm. after. That didn't happen. I haven't heard of it, at least of a vote. That's so actually, that up?
5: I, I'll take the blame. I'm going to, I know I'm going to get hate mail on oh. this. It's my, it's actually, it's my wife's fault.
1: <laughs> your wife's fault. They you were, didn't do it.
5: they were planning to have the veto override on January 30th. Okay. My wife went in to get a hip replacement on January 30th and I wasn't Ooh. there and they couldn't do it without.
1: Gotcha. They needed they, your vote. They needed
5: my vote. So you? it is, I'm blaming my wife on it. There you go. How'd you She's doing well. She came. Good. She came through it okay. She's back to wobbling around and walking, so she's getting better. That
1: but, that is good news. But okay. I'm
5: blaming her all the way on
1: it. Okay, so. it's her fault. We don't have lower taxes right now. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> there we go. Is there a new planned date for the votes?
5: They have to. We've got 30 days from when the veto was signed. Okay. So either next week or the week after is the deadline.
1: So it's coming up then.
5: So it's coming up real quick. All right. Um, we did have plenty. We On the original vote, we had 81 yeses in the House. Sure. But we had four hardcore yeses out that day. So at the time, we had 85. That's veto override territory. Gotcha. Um, we're struggling with a couple of them right now that are starting to get a little wishy-washy. So... I think we why? can get it through the house. I don't know where Ty stands, and I'm not going to sit here and talk for Ty. But it, he's got some issues over on that side.
1: Yeah, he's working on that side. What What would make someone question their vote on this? It's a simple oh bill. Goodness, it hasn't the, changed. Like we, if they were supportive of it, then why would they be like, oh, I don't really know. Like what the
5: would, Dems are working it hard, and and really, it's. I think it's being held hostage. If we, if we went up there right now and said, made a call to Laura Kelly and said, you know, we're going to go past Medicaid expansion, she'd probably come out saying how wonderful this tax is and it's all yeah. her idea. you right. know.
1: Well, of course.
5: So it, they're using the people as pawns in order yeah. to, you know, to veto it. How can you say that you're for the middle class and the lower class? and you veto a bill that essentially puts them down to zero income tax. Yeah, It's not about just the wealthy. I'm sorry. And
1: we gave her all the other tax cuts she wanted. I mean, yeah. it, you But know.
5: Take, take the, uh, the uh, income tax completely out of this. Right. If you're an older person on Social Security, it goes to zero. If you own a house in the state of Kansas, exactly. it increases your base deduction to $100,000. Is that bad? It helps mitigate some of the inflationary uh, items or appraisals that we've seen over the last few years, just by raising the, the deduction level. Sure. There's a lot of good stuff playing here, and it's all being put on hold.
1: It is unfortunate. Hopefully, we can see the override, Like you said, the big the big concern is going to be the Senate because there's still those holdouts right now, and they have such a tight margin. It's going to see whether the tie can actually whip those guys in, and get them into shape. The good news is is that Carolyn McGinn has announced that she will be retiring. She will. And Stephen Owens, who has announced he's going to be running for that seat, now is mm-hmm. essentially, unless someone jumps in, going to be running unopposed for that seat. So that could shift that slightly more to the conservative side if we do well in the elections moving forward.
5: Yeah, I, th- I th- Steve would do wonderful over there, yeah. but... Uh, I know he's coming on after me, but I I hate to see the guy leave the house. He's a yeah. really super good guy. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah absolutely. Now you you're uh, actually working on a lot of other committees, and they haven't mm-hmm. gotten media attention, but I'm sure you guys have been busy. Oh, it's as well. starting
5: to come. I've got one big one going with Evergy right now. You, mm-hmm. As you recall, we went through a rate case with Evergy this past summer. Mm-hmm. I leaned on the KCC. I'm really ex- I'm proud how this KCC stood up to it. We came out with a decent one. Yeah, we had a little bit of an increase overall in this area. We had actually a decrease up in Kansas City area. So now we get hit with another bill. It's House Bill 2527 that essentially is going to, if you really read into this bill, it sounds good on the surface, but it's a big one. It does four things for Evergy, but one of them, they're trying to increase their corporate equity debt ratio by a couple points and from a business perspective, yeah that makes sense they're at 50.2 right now they want to kick it up to about 52 percent equity there sure. in the company makes perfect sense until you stop and see how the electric rates are figured and that's based on ROE which means re- rate of rate on, on return on equity I'm sorry return mm-hmm. on equity. So each one point they're trying to kick it up is about $37 million in rate increases. They're wanting to go up two points. Do the math. That's $74 million rate increase that you and I and everybody out here is going to pay for.
1: So they're not doing it by actually cutting expenses on their end to make more money. They're doing it by just raising rates on us.
5: Well, it, it's changing the equity ratios, which changes the rate yeah. structure around. Right. Yeah. And another thing they're trying to do, and I, if I'm reading this right, is trying to take some of the teeth that the – kcc has in the rate cases let kind of backs the kcc a little bit and like i said i'm i'm proud of how the kcc worked for us all everybody and 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 my hat's even off to energy they came to the table yeah and everybody worked it out and i just don't want to see something like that change
1: we've seen a few different rate increases from them over the past what year or two already haven't we up in the Kansas City area they had a rate mm-hmm. increase we had a little one I think down here as they were trying to put their lines to go out of the state into Missouri they were working on some of those projects yeah. and now with this equity stuff it's a I don't understand how they can just be like Oh, we need more money so we're just going to raise more uh, rates on people
5: it is an and they call it the Devo bill economic development and I I fully understand that they're trying to be able to do some additional development in the area so that we could get businesses that just show up, and yeah, I've got your power grid sitting here for you. You need a megawatt here of power? We can do it right now. We kind of struggle with that. We've got yeah. the big chip manufacturer over in East Wichita; they're wanting to put up a bigger building. We're working with Evergy to make sure we get the transformers. It, it is in the, a high-dollar expense for Evergy. Be under the ta- you know, be behind that people don't ever see. Right, placing infrastructure, placing tra you know the transformers and, and everything to make this happen. So sure. I do understand where they're coming from. I'm not just here beating up on Avergy. That's yeah. not the
1: case. I like to do that, though. And, yeah. and here's the thing. as a but, bus- I, Look, I'm not obviously a business owner to that caliber of what Avergy is. However, mm-hmm. uh, from the theoretical standpoint of business is that when you work to expand or upgrade your equipment, that should have been something that you were setting money aside to prepare for at a time, as opposed to like, you know, we do all this and now, oh, now we need to upgrade all of our equipment and put new stuff in. So now we have to raise your rates to do that. Kind of like what cities should be doing is setting money aside in preparation for highway maintenance as opposed to, oh, no, there's potholes. We don't have any money to fix them after we made them. Like, you know, it's it's that long-term planning that we don't seem to have um, in society at all anymore.
5: But that's that's part of what they're trying to do with this economic development bill. Mm. You know, rather than being reactive, they want to be a little more proactive. So I understand sure. And really, it comes down to it. Do you want the economic development here in Kansas, or do you want it on the Missouri side? They serve both. We've got some different laws over in Missouri that allow some of this to happen. So in that bill, there is some really good items.
0: Sure. We just have
5: to figure out what's good, what's bad, and and we'll work through it, and we will. Sure. Uh, Hats off to the speaker, because I ran to him with this bill saying, I need it blessed. That's a term we use up there that kind of removes the deadlines, so that it gives us time to work through these things. It's not, Not let's go hear this thing, and a couple days later, (laughs) let's work and get it on out to the floor. No, let's figure out what these things are doing when we get into some of these complex issues, work them through, and see if we can get something that's good for Evergy, good for the people, good for Kansas. That's all I'm after.
1: Yeah, that's what we need. Absolutely. Uh, we got to take a break here, but real quickly, have you heard any more on the expansion of some of the different industries, the building of, like, the the car battery plants and that sort of stuff that's going on in kansas any update on those oh they're they're
5: coming along i've had just one or two z meetings with with the panasonic plant up there sure uh i know where they're looking at putting some more that that's another issue for a rate case all by itself because they are going to be a huge uh pardon the phrase but they're going to be an energy hog to run that plant i understand we knew that going in yeah. And that's something that we're working with Evergy on in order to make it happen. Make Hopefully happen we too. can do it to where it benefits people. You get big enough generating facilities and stuff there. And maybe we can benefit with some of that excess capacity. Interesting. But we'll work through it.
1: Okay. Working on some of that. State Representative Leo Delperding. we got another segment with him right around the corner. We'll talk some more about what's going on in the legislature this year. In session 2024, an odd one at that. It's been interesting to watch how things are unfolding. Lots more coming up. One more segment around this hour on Kansas Talk, Wichita's Big Talker, KQAM. Mm-hmm. Welcome back into I got a couple minutes left here of our number one of Kansas talk. Hour two, we have State Representative Stephen Owens and Davis Liquor Outlet talking about some proper adult beverages to enjoy during the big game. Yeah, so we'll do that. Coming up, also springtime may be changing what you are enjoying as well. Plus, as you know, we have our uh, our pick a purse promotion with KQAM. You get the opportunity to pick your coach purse for Valentine's Day. Doug Downs and Trace Tall from our Hank FM uh, radio station they will be out at Jewelry Savers coming up at eleven o'clock to give those away. We may get a call in next hour and an update as we get ready to give those purses away as well. Right now, we're hanging out, with with uh, State Representative Leo Delperding, talking about some issues going on in Topeka. It is good we're working on energy rates right now, because obviously with Bidenomics and the inflation that's been so bad, that has been one thing, along with food and so many other uh, consumer goods that have been Correct. going up in price, and it's just getting too damn expensive to live. I, I want to go and join that party. The rent is too damn high. There you go. I just want to join that guy.
5: Yeah, and that, that's affecting everything we do around here anymore. Yeah. You know you. And I I still question the, gee, what's the inflation rate, 13% or whatever they were saying. It's like, (laughs) when I go to the grocery stores, things have doubled, things have tripled. yeah That's not 12%, 13% inflation. That's considerably more.
1: Yeah, it's almost 30% in food alone over the past three years. Yeah. That's insane.
5: And now I've seen a report on the television this morning on the news of, oh, going into the Super Bowl weekend, food prices are down 5%, you know? And it's like, well, you doubled them and you dropped them 5%. Yeehaw. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeehaw. Sounds great. Sounds like a great special there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is unfortunate. But uh, we're working in that right direction. Now, you had mentioned something a while ago as well about hydrogen plants mm-hmm. coming to the area. Is that still a thing? Is that still happening?
5: Uh, we had some issues with a specific representative that put a anti-hydrogen type of proviso in one of the bills. Department of Energy in Washington, D.C., actually seen it, and that kind of hurt us on being one of the finalists. Is it coming? Yes, it is. Uh, you've got manufacturers starting to step up to it. <clears throat> there are hydrogen plants out around California. Yeah, They're looking actually about the possibility of re- using hydrogen instead of on the average Joe's car, maybe on big semi-trucks uh, because of replacing diesel engines out and putting that into – Where you you hydrogen has such a BTU content, you can put a the size of the tanks on the uh, diesel trucks would run them thousands and thousands of miles. Sure, using hydrogen, so you don't have to have as many fueling stations. You know, you fill them up, so they can go further
1: that way. That's but they still have the same horsepower.
5: Well, it's the same. Yeah, you're still running the same type of you know whether it's an ice engine, internal combustion engine, or. You can have fuel cells run in electric. E- either are. We'll, we'll make that work. It's the question of alternative fuel sources there. Yeah. So you could have it. I, I see it coming. I really do with the, with the big trucks maybe first. I went better out than two, electric?
1: Pardon? Better than electric?
5: I ain't going to say better. Electric's interesting because you've got basically 100% torque on the electric motors from zero RPM up. There's yeah, some I have calculations. Written a
1: test, like, It was up pretty quick.
5: Yes, they do. Yeah. And there's calculations. You always say, what's a horsepower? You know, when you get into <laughs> internal combustion engines, it's actually a calculation. It's a mathematical calculation. But it's worked on based on torque and how many RPMs going. Sure. Deep enough on that one. But electric, it's a little bit different. Sensors there.
1: Man, um, it's a fascinating conversation to see what the future is going to hold there. But uh, I'm glad that we're still... In the conversation because I'm intrigued by it and see how well that one turns out. We're out of time, Mm. though, my friend. It's all done. Yeah. Already.
5: Yeah. But now we've got several other bills going in the committee. uh, Looking at one. You remember the pipeline breakup in uh, northern Kansas last year? Yeah. Made some damage. We're looking at some uh, uh, updates for pipeline safety in there.
1: Okay. Um, Some things in the works.
5: Yeah. Um, Good. Looking at some a little bit of changing around with the kansas corporation commission how they conduct your meetings and so forth
1: yeah. sure okay a lot of things working well then that means we have have to have you back on and talk some more about this here in a little bit yep so leo so, always good to see you my friend
5: absolutely Happy am always a pleasure to be here sir
1: we'll do it again real soon hour number one right around the hour two right around the corner here on kansas talk wichita's big talker kqam stay here
0: unfiltered broadcasting live from west wichita in the kqam studios It's time for your weekend kickstart with Wichita's number one conservative talk radio host. This is Kansas Talk with Andy Hoosier.
1: Welcome back into it. Yes, it is. It is hour number two of Camps Talk right here at Wichita's Big Talker. K-Q-A-M, 1480 on the AM dial, 99.7 HD4 in the FM dial, if you have that smart radio. Also, our friends out in Garden City, 1240K IUL, also broadcasting with us here this morning. So, covering really the entire southern half of the state. And it's great to have you with us. Three one six seven two one eight two five five 8255 on the Maximum Outdoor Equipment Hotlines. We've covered the big game coming up tomorrow. Are you watching it? Are you prepared for it? Are you ready for the Taylor Swift voodoo magic on the Kansas City Chiefs? Will they win it on their own? And what kind of politics may be interjected in there? I, I'm more curious. Honestly, again, I'm more curious about this game based on what kind of ads and what demographic they're going to be directed towards. With Nickelodeon promoting the Super Bowl of children, that tells me that they're now directed more towards the Swifties and more towards the Teen Boppers, than they are the adult alpha male that's wanting to watch the game for the sake of the actual game. What's the demographic going to be for the NFL moving forward, and is Taylor Swift changing the National Football League? Not to be conspiratorial at all, and I'm not thinking she's a bot for the Democrat agents, but... She has a lot of influence. 316-721-8255. We'll get to all that and more. We'll talk some more about that at the bottom of the hour with Davis Liquor Outlet. They'll be joining us to talk about some adult beverages you can enjoy during the game and actually have your manliness and alpha-ness coming back in. So uh, we'll do that in a little bit. But uh, thanks again to Leo Delperdink, state representative in the last segment. Always good to chat with him. And looking forward to chatting with him again soon. On the phone with us now to continue our conversation with the Legislative Session 2024, Happy to have on my state representative and soon-to-be state senator now that you know he's the big competition's out of the way. As she is officially retired, happy to have this guy back on, Mr. Stephen Owens. Stephen, how are you, my friend?
6: I'm doing fantastic, Andy. How are you doing,
1: man? I am doing great. I had to say, when I heard the news that Carolyn McGinn was retiring from her seat, I I knew it. I knew she was scared to run against you in this race because you're a force to be reckoned with, my friend. And she didn't want anything to do with that.
6: Well, I, I appreciate your optimism. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, I give credit to Senator McGinn. She spent better than 25 years of her life in service to Kansans and service to the 31st Senate District and, and to Sedgwick County. Um, and even though we disagreed on a number of policy priorities, she truly was a dedicated public servant. So uh, credit to her. And, and honestly, I think you're right in some ways, right? She, she realized that uh, our party has gotten more conservative over the last eight years. We're taking a more solid stand in what we believe is right, in what our Constitution says, in, in those founding principles of individual liberty uh, and limited government, that she probably realized that her politics aren't in line with that of the 31st anymore. No. And uh, and so, you know, God willing, I'm I'm going to do everything I can to do my part to ensure that we uh, bring the 31st Senate District back to its conservative principles.
1: Well, you've been rocking it in the House, and I'm excited to see that in the Senate as well. So it's going to be really fun and great election year. I am looking forward to it. I We can talk about this a little bit if we want to, but I, I am concerned about our state Republican Party and the state of the party as a whole, especially with Ron McDaniel now at the RNC stepping away on the national level during an election year where the rumor is she's going to step down and announce after the uh, the South Carolina primaries at the end of this month. So kind of a shakeup in the Republican Party. But when it comes to the local level, the grassroots campaigning, individuals like you and and Leo and so many others that are you know getting ready to be on the campaign trail for our state legislative seats and all the local movement that we can do, I'm optimistic that Republicans are still the dominance when it comes to grassroots campaigning.
6: Without a question, because what Republicans truly understand is there's no amount of money that can replace meeting someone on their doorstep. Yeah. And that's what we're good at, right? We're good at getting out there and talking with people and truly helping them understand the issues that are going on in Topeka, that are going on federally, but then listening to them and hearing what their concerns are, knowing that, you know, taxes are a huge issue for people. The economy is a huge issue. The border, probably one of the biggest issues, right? And so that's where we win. Look, our our federal party... Uh, Even our state party, they they provide a role, but they don't win campaigns. What win campaigns are, you know, people that are willing to meet people on their front porch and understand and have a conversation. People that are willing to get up at 6 a.m. and have constituent meetings. People that are willing to respond to emails, answer phone calls, uh, meet people where they need to be met to understand their issues that's how campaigns are won, and that's what I think our local Republican parties do very well and our, our candidates do very well.
1: Yeah, I agree, and that's why we see the vast majority of the leadership in speaker right now being from the Wichita area and being from the Republicans because you guys are dominating this one. So let's talk about this legislative session for just a little bit. i I got to be honest, it's been an odd one because I have not heard much about other news except for the fact that We had a tax bill that the governor wanted to do tax cuts. We passed a tax cut bill. Then she vetoes the tax cut bill because it gives too much tax cuts. (laughs) I mean, that's all we've really heard about what's going on in this session this year.
6: And it's crazy because it doesn't give too much tax cuts. Actually, it's a very calculated um, tax relief bill, one that benefits every single Kansan, top to bottom, that touches them when they're shopping for groceries, when they're paying their property tax bill, when they're paying their income tax bill. It benefits everyone. The the true issue here, right, is that the governor does not want to compromise when it comes to a Republican tax plan. The bill that she just vetoed was not the same bill that she vetoed last year. We came even further to the middle to meet her where she supposedly likes to be, and she vetoed it, uh, which is a direct insult to every single Kansas that deserves tax relief it it, it's just absolutely disrespectful so i'm very confident in the house um that we'll be able to override that veto certainly have my concerns in the senate which is part of what's uh driven me to to run for senate honestly is concerns with not only uh, certain folks over there and how they vote but the overall unity that exists or the lack thereof currently in the senate we've got to get the senate back together Back as a united front that's willing to stand on these Republican issues and tax relief absolutely one of them.
1: Yeah, we got to make that one happen. I'm with you. I am a little concerned about the way the Senate's going to pull this one off, but I am optimistic. Maybe finally this year we can see something happen and see some major tax cuts and, uh, and do it. Because, I mean, $3 billion coffer that we have for the state right now is a bit unnecessary. And according to the Kansas Policy Institute, we'd still have close to a $3 billion coffer in like five or ten years, after this bill would be implemented. So I'm not sure where we're getting this whole it's going to bankrupt the state again under the evil Brownback tax well, experiment.
6: I'll tell you how it's going to bankrupt it, and that's because the governor's trying to play the other half of this with a $1.6 billion increase in spending in the 2025 budget. Mm. That's no exaggeration. That is $1.6 billion of increased spending. And to put that in perspective, Andy... We take in between nine and ten billion a year in our state general fund. So when you want to increase spending by almost 20% of our entire revenue that we take in, that's incredible. We have got to control spending. It's the only way that any tax cut is ever long-term sustainable. And that's a conversation that that people aren't having. And I'm doing everything I can uh, through my position on the appropriations committee. Uh, through my position within the Kansas Truth Caucus, uh, and that is to elevate this conversation and to do something about it. For far too long, we've allowed increased spending and the growth of government to dominate the Kelly administration when we don't have to, yeah. and now is the time we put our foot down and we say, no, we're not going to allow more full-time employees to be added to the budget. Okay, Every time one comes up in the Appropriations Committee, Everybody looks at me because they know I'm going to make a motion to strip it out, right? Every time we see these, these increased budgets, that some of them are significant. I'm the one, amongst the many of my colleagues, I'm not trying to take credit for anything, right? I mean, I'm just, I'm just one guy, but somebody's got to be willing to raise these conversations and to be public about the increase in growth in our government and the increase in spending that our governor has proposed. No more can we say, well, the governor proposed $1.6 and we're going to cut a billion out of there and call it a win. Yeah, That's still $600 million in increased spending. We've got to do better.
1: We have to do better. When we got accused of the quote-unquote failed tax experiment under Brownback, they said that we went bankrupt. And it was really – we seem to have a bad habit of this, don't we, Stephen, that we have – The tax cut plan, which is great, but then we always see an increase in spending, so that's when we go backwards and we don't see the actual success of what a tax cut and the way government's actually supposed to work. So then they're like, oh, look, conservative policies actually fail, and it's because we don't cut our spending to offset the, uh, the, the temporary hit on the economy until the economy grows and can rebuild itself back up naturally with a lower tax rate.
6: That's it. And talking about spending is is never a, a sexy topic to bring up, right? I mean, it's hard when somebody comes in and says, hey, I need 400000 to help blind children get a better education. It's hard to say no to that. Or, you know, we need another $15 million to help with childcare issues so that our workforce can get to work. It's hard to say no, because really, arguably, most government spending does some good for some body or for some group of people. And so people are often afraid to stand up and say, yeah, no, uh, because we don't need to increase another government program, even though it could do good for somebody. And that's, that's how the growth of government happens. We're so It's so hard to put your foot down and to tell these organizations that do such good work, you know what? We just can't do it this year. It doesn't make sense. It's not in the budget. When you're sitting on $3 billion of taxpayer money, everybody comes wanting a piece of it, and it's even harder to say no. And so if we give it back to the people, we have less in our coffers, and it makes it a little bit easier to say no.
1: What a concept! We're talking about State Representative Stephen Owens, District Number Seventy Four in the Newton, uh, Newton area, up in North uh, Cedric County and other uh, counties up there as well. Let's talk about a little bit, though. You're also part of the corrections and juvenile justice system. I, I want to talk. We haven't heard again a whole lot of news outside of the tax bill that's been going on in the legislature, but I know you've been focused on quite a bit with uh, juvenile justice, but the attachment to fentanyl, the ongoing battle against fentanyl in the state of Kansas. Where are we right now, and uh, are we getting any better on this situation?
6: Man, you know, look, I'll be honest. Until we shut down our southern border, we're not going to get better in Kansas (laughs) when it comes to fentanyl. It's just that simple. The sheer volume that is coming across our southern border and is across the state of Kansas is unbelievable. Yeah, I I do. I continue to chair um, chairman of the Corrections Juvenile Justice Committee. We had uh, Tony Mativi, the director of the KBI, come in and talk to us about this. Uh, Seizures are up. Record numbers of seizures are up. But, you know, our our southern border is so porous and so much flows across there. And because so much has flowed across and is now on our streets, it's become cheaper and cheaper. It's something like 80 percent of all drugs now have some level of fentanyl trace levels or or they're spiked with fentanyl in some way, which has led to this absolutely enormous increase of overdose deaths nationwide and, and in the state of Kansas. And so we passed laws to to strengthen uh, penalties on those manufacturing fentanyl. We're working on a bill to strengthen penalties on those distributing uh, distributing fentanyl. But at the end of the day, when you have such an enormous supply And the demand, unfortunately, continues to increase. We've got to get better at educating our kids um, and helping them understand that literally one pill can kill. And that is absolutely true. We heard from so many families this year. One of the bills that we're working on in corrections is a bill that provides some um, immunity, actually, for a drug user that's with somebody else that overdoses. Because yeah. one of the things that we're actually seeing is people are afraid to call 911 because they don't want to get in trouble when they're high or they're in possession of personal use quantities. So, one of the bills that's been put forth is, hey, let's, let's, you know, tell law enforcement to leave these addicts alone and let's, let's encourage people to get the help that they need because a dose or two of Narcan can save a life. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that's something we're trying everything we can from so many different ways to educate, to implore, and to encourage people to stay away from this stuff. It is truly a scourge
1: on our society. It is. I'm glad you brought up that bill, too, because I did I did read that one. I am so glad you guys are doing that because I honestly think that that could be – I mean, sometimes people that are on drugs like that need a wake-up call. And if they're seeing one of their right. friends overdosing and they make that phone call, they don't need to – I mean, obviously, they're going to be punished to some degree, obviously, if they're doing something bad. But that's almost their awakening or their wake-up call or their eye-opener – At that time of like, oh, maybe I need to start changing something in my life. And that could be it by needing to make that phone call, by seeing someone that they're in love with, you know, struggling like that. And uh, I think that that's going to be a major bill. I think that could really help us in in Kansas. I'm glad you guys are working on that.
6: I agree. Yeah, I think it could really make a huge difference and real props to uh, Representative Ho Heisel. Representative Proctor and Representative Prokes for bringing that forward, for elevating that conversation. Yeah. Uh, we we fixed that bill actually just on Thursday, passed it out of committee. So I'm sure it'll run across the House uh, this week or next. Uh, another topic that we're working on in uh, in our committee is Baines Law. Um, you guys heard about the uh, police dog that was killed, I believe it was last October, Yeah, um, um, that went down to somebody down in a sewer that, Um, ultimately killed Bain. Um, We realized that our penalties were not significant at all when it comes to harming our animals that are giving their life and sacrifice, right? And so we heard actually from the handler of Bain uh, as we look at increasing the penalties for anybody that hurts and or kills a police dog. And we made it a pretty serious felony, a level three felony. If you kill a police dog, Um, in the commission of a felony, and that is presumptive prison. I believe the lowest is a 55-month presumptive prison sentence. Those truly are law enforcement partners to our men and women in uniform and we need to treat them as such. So that's another law that we're working on there in correction.
1: Good for you. I love it. A lot of good stuff going on. State Representative Stephen Owens, we're out of time, my friend, but I could talk to you about some of the stuff for uh, a lot longer because there's a lot that's going on. So I appreciate your time. Last question for you, though, as we let you go, is are you prepared for the big game tomorrow, and do you have the big plans ready?
6: Oh, heck yeah, man. We're talking (laughs) burgers, brats. we got queso ready. Uh, Our little Smokies are going to be on the grill. We're all about it. Go, Chiefs. can't wait to see Mahomes, can't wait to see Travis, and man.
1: I was wondering if you are going to say, I can't wait to see Taylor Swift.
6: That's
3: it, that's it. i got to have Taylor in
1: there, right? It's going to be a party, man. Go Chiefs. I love it. Go Chiefs. Uh, I love it. Stephen Owen, State Representative, you're a great friend. I love it. Keep up the fight, brother. Let's get you back on again real soon. Thank you, Andy. Later. There we go. Always a pleasure. We'll take a break here. We'll continue on our conversation. It's Kansas Talk, Wichita's Big Talker, KQAM. Stay here. Welcome back into it. 27 minutes past the hour. Thanks again to State Representative Stephen Owens, great personal friend, my state representative, and hopefully soon to be state senator, as Carolyn McGinn is on the way out. And we've given her the proper farewell on the program. So we appreciate Stephen jumping up and getting in that seat. We'll have some fun with him as the election goes along. Three one six seven two one eight two five five. By the way, as you heard, we've been doing over the last couple of weeks our great promotion here on KQAM with our partners over at Jewel Receivers and Heartland Bicycle about the pick a purse. It is Valentine's Day coming up this next week. I know there's something else other than just the Super Bowl going on this week. I, that's kind of wild. Valentine's Day is coming up around the corner as well. Dudes, have you found that special something for that special someone? If you haven't yet, then hopefully you got registered. Now, if you've gotten a call, that means that you are one of the winners for the KQEM Pick a Purse promotion. If you have not gotten a call, then I'm terribly sorry, but you probably didn't make it. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, but that is coming up at 11 o'clock. We'll actually hear from some individuals out on location at Jewelry Savers. So if you are one of those registrants, make sure to be at Jewelry Savers by 11 o'clock. Again, you had to have gotten the phone call, though, just because you got registered by, you know, doing the phone call here and got registered didn't mean that you actually won. So you've had to have gotten that special phone call saying that you are one of the winners to show up out there. But the 10 coach purses are being lined up, ready to rock and roll. And I've heard... There are some other goodies inside the purse as well, including maybe some diamonds from Jewelry Savers, maybe some gift certificates for some other places, and may or may not be a $100 bill in one of them. So uh, there are some other awesome stuff that you could potentially win out there if you are one of those winners, one of those 10 winners from KQAM and our partners over at Hank FM on 99.7. Great promotion. We appreciate Jewelry Savers and Heartland Bicycle very, very much. We love doing that promotion every single year Uh, with KQAM. We'll make sure to do it again next year. Giving you the leg up, dudes, on how to get that special someone, a special something from Hat Tip with our friends here at KQAM, Jewelry Savers, and Heartland Bicycle. All right, let's take a break. When we come back around the corner, we're going to talk about the big game a little bit and maybe some adult beverages that may go well while you're enjoying your queso or other things, fill in the blank wings or whatever else you eat. Should be fun. We'll do that with uh, Davis Liquor Outlet coming up right around the corner. Plus, springtime apparently is here now that it's like 50 degrees. So, uh, is your palette changing based on the warmer season? We'll do some of that and more coming up right around the corner on Kansas Talk, which Ton's Big Tonker, KQAM. Stay here.
0: Number one conservative talk radio host. This is Kansas Talk with Andy Hoosier.
1: Yes, and it is. Welcome back into it. On the home stretch, man. It flows right on by. Oh, how the show goes way too fast. Got so much more to talk about. So little time to do it. Welcome back in. 316-721-8255 on the Maximum Outdoor Equipment Hotlines. I want to shift gears, though, as we get ready for the big game coming up tomorrow. Are you watching it? What kind of foods will you be enjoying during it? And... What kind of adult beverages will you be enjoying there as well? So we had to bring the guys in at the pro, at the appropriate time to give you some uh, nice ideas on what you could enjoy during the game with Davis Liquor Outlet. Brian and Blake Davis, what's up, guys? Good morning. Howdy,
7: howdy. Thanks
1: for having us. Oh, always good to talk with good you guys. Good morning to you as well. Good morning, indeed. So, the big game. You guys are sporting the Chiefs outfit stuff? Probably better, you yeah. Know? All ready to rock and roll?
8: <laughs> well, I mean, all weekend long, Davis Liquor, you wear Chiefs gear, um, save 10% on, on most products. Oh. So, uh... So we figured, you know, we probably should wear ours so we could get a discount. After That's right. Got to get Eve, a discount. where right, yeah. we're going after That's them,
1: right. So. Be able to get <laughs> yeah. your uh, proper 12 whiskey and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, exactly.
8: <laughs> be good, good weekend uh, to make two, step, two, two stops.
1: There we two go. trips. Yep. Yeah. Now, I, I want to remind people as well that when you show up to the Davis Liquor Outlet, not just the adult beverage, but you also have some of the snacks for the game as well.
7: That's true. That's something we've uh, we've been beefing up over the past few years. So you know we got a big selection of uh, of different snacks. We got Art and Mary's chips. We got Mama Lupe's tortilla chips, which mm. are fantastic, and they go great with our locally made, homes made salsas that yes. you guys have probably seen around town. Those are all fantastic. We got a few varieties of those. So. Um, you know, we got you got your snacks and your apps covered. If you don't want to don't want to go all in on your buffalo dip and all that tomorrow, we can, That's right. we can
1: help you out. I like yeah. it. I like it. I li- that homemade sauce is pretty fantastic. Oh, yeah, 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 good stuff. All right, but let's talk about some of the drinks. So we are now apparently getting into early spring season now. Uh, things warming up a little bit. We were supposed to get snow tomorrow. It Doesn't look like it's going to happen, but uh, which is good news, I think, for many people. But that means maybe our palates are changing just a little bit because last time you guys came in, we talked. About some of the the heavier, darker beers, obviously for the nice and stay warm during the winter time, but then also the non alcoholic stuff. Uh, now that we're getting to that warmer season, what's what's the flavor? What's what's the change here?
8: Well, we kind of get through this next week of with Valentine's Day and the big chocolatey coffee is great. You know, great go <laughs> yeah. great with with the dinner that night. Sure. Um, and then we start switching in kind of the lighter, lemony, um, zesty tight yeah, you know tight really, beers really are coming in Bright, crisp okay. um, refreshing
7: you know yeah. something that you know now that the weather's changed you kind of want to sit out on the porch and have a beer you
8: know stuff that uh, pairs well not yeah. inside and, okay. and Sam Adams uh Cold Snap which is is their first spring seasonal is already on the shelves okay so um, they're always they're always ready always uh, ready uh, so, oh, yeah, so we've got are. that for your warmer days we've uh we brought today um the Voodoo Ranger Juicy Hazy IPA which is a full, I mean, it's full body, full mouthful, but it's, um, sure. it's, it's pretty light. So if you're for the game tomorrow or, or mowing the yard, those kind of things, start doing yard work. Um, mm-hmm. You're not, you're not going to get knocked down with it okay. um, and has a great finish and everything. So, yeah, I like it. That's, that's our, our move there. The move that
1: way yeah yeah you always uh, bring the good stuff and then what is what is this other one here That's, so
8: yeah this is uh
7: something new we've been getting into is we now offer a handful of delta eight and delta nine thc and cbd products at the stores oh so this is uh one of our thc beverages that we now offer um so this is uh from a line called <laughs> flyers that so awesome. they're all kind of mocktail themed so this one is old-fashioned uh, flavored so we also have a margarita one and kind of a spritzer one okay um they're all pretty tasty and they all have uh, five milligrams of thc in them um, so you'll get a little bit of, of that kind of, you know, euphoria and relaxment and all that, but they're also, you know, you can have a
8: couple and you're not necessarily going to get, uh, yeah. you know, not going to fly off into space.
1: Interesting. But. Wow. And it's a, it's a sparkling drink. Yes. It's-
8: yeah. That'd be about like, I mean, making a note that one will have a little, a little fizz to it. Fizz. Uh, the margarita doesn't have too much fizz to it. It happens a little bit, but, um, they're, they're great. If you are still, you know, still rolling dry January and, you know, if, it, it kind of gives you that, it kind of gives you a warm feeling, okay. um, just like you would if you drank uh, a bourbon um, or a mixed drink. You kind of get that warm feeling in your mouth, uh, makes your body a little warm, and, okay. and those are what these kind of offer. So that's a alternative for a... A mixed drink and a prepared cocktail in the
1: can. An yeah, alcohol-free THC beer. Mm-hmm. That's uh, great. If you're
8: if you're going to be you know
7: standing around other people who are you know holding beers and drinking and all that, and you just you know you want want yeah. something so you can be you know part of it, but you don't necessarily want the, want all the other fun effects of alcohol, then this is a, a great option to sub in.
1: Wow, how cool! That's a fun one. Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about beer for just a minute, <laughs> and let's talk obviously with the Super Bowl. What uh, what have you seen this year? What have you seen any trends going through the store of one of the more popular? Uh, beers that are going through, getting prepared for the game this weekend.
8: I think we've seen a little bit of an uptick in Boulevard, uh, being out of Kansas City. Okay, um, we get a little more play when the Chiefs are Chiefs are going. So the Boulevard Wheat has been a little more popular. Of course, Michelob Ultras, You know, you can sit there and start. You can start tailgating tomorrow at noon, whatever time you want to start the day, mm-hmm. and uh, drink a twenty four pack and be ready to go by the time the game okay. gets here, and okay. and, uh, <laughs> and everything. So uh, those those are always. Always pick it up.
1: Gotcha. Um, okay, uh, the big ones like uh, uh, Yingling or even Bud Light. I know that the, you know. Obviously, they're still going through their stuff, but uh, that's still popular right now.
8: I just figured Bud Light was just kind of like, a, yeah, it's it, it's selling. It's, it's still selling. <laughs> I mean, obviously. they are. The, 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 they're gonna have commercials <laughs> on tomorrow, and they are, uh, and and everything. But no, I mean, Bud Light's the what official sponsors of the Kansas City Chiefs. So we've had some cool displays up uh, the last six, eight weeks. Um, with Super Bowl stuff. We had Travis Kelsey bobbleheads in the stores that, wow, are, that okay. are now, I believe, uh, sort of sort of put back so that nobody thinks they can come in and tackle him <laughs> or or run out with him. Or you know, yeah. so. And,
7: and this is a bearded yeah. Travis Kelsey bobblehead, no
8: mustache, so it is a little out of date. Just you know, yeah.
7: throwing that uh, out there. That's we'll, right. Yeah, we'll he didn't have the.
1: Do. Yeah, a little bit yeah. different there. No, no Taylor Swift bobblehead though. Not, Not yet.
8: No. If if they no. offer us one, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. We'll take
1: that. Somebody
7: uh,
8: will pay a thousand bucks for that. Yeah
1: that's so, hilarious i'm that, sure they would too no, oh i'm sure I mean, somebody would
8: let's be honest it's it's more fun to see her than it is to see that frosty beard mustache thing that andy reed carries around on cold days so
1: <laughs> that um, was pretty entertaining though yeah i'm glad he did sell the rights for someone to like paint that or make that into a deal or like a t-shirt or something uh, didn't they
8: i wouldn't surprise me yeah it'd be a great t-shirt yeah
1: yeah okay. it would make a great great t-shirt with the frosted mustache <laughs> crazy guys i love it uh well uh, um so with these drinks, so first off, let's talk about this New Belgium, obviously a big popular one. I've never heard of this Voodoo Ranger. Talk a little bit about this guy.
7: Yeah, so Voodoo Ranger is kind of their uh, New Belgium's catch-all IPA brand that they've really beefed up over the past few years. Um, started with Juicy just Hayes. regular Voodoo Ranger IPA, but now they have you know this one, which is uh, juicier, so you'll get the, more of that uh, kind of orange juicy taste, really a nice full mouthfeel there. Okay. Um, and then they have, you know, the the juice force and fruit force, which are their, uh, you know, kind of fruit forward, but really high ABV, you know, about 9.5% ones. So those are, you know, if you want to drink two and –
1: Right. in a good
8: place those will do you
7: you
1: do pretty good um, yeah this is a 7.5 yeah, percent yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah, pretty it, good
8: and, and it's it, it drinks doesn't drink that that heavily i mean it's it's pretty easy to put a six pack of those down and okay and All drink a lot uh, easier than their percentage for for better yeah. or for worse so you know okay. you've been warned well right. on the on the <laughs> tropical and the fruit force ones and the juice force yeah. Yeah. they they are so fruit heavy mm-hmm. that you'll drink three and you really don't you really don't realize. That you're drinking a nine percent beer. That's the interesting. End. So you get up to go get number four. Right.
1: And you're like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> wait a second. Here? Yeah. yeah, Is, is that the movement module. now kind of making things a little bit more fruity? I know we've talked about this before about you know having flavor in a beer as opposed to just pounding like you said water down. You know the the traditional Bud Light yeah. or a Coors or something like that, but actually having these micro brews having more flavor to them is that kind of the direction things are going.
7: Yes, I mean, definitely the, uh, I mean, Juice Force, which was their their first, you know, high BV, orange juicy kind of one that they did really, I think, changed changed the landscape for IPAs because you see a lot of people shooting for that now where they're not, you know, they're not sweet fruity, but they are, you know, they have that, that orangeness or that tropical flavor or whatever um, balanced out with, with your traditional IPA flavors that make it really easy drinking,
8: even if you're not, you know, not into hops and all that. Yeah. Yeah, Wichita Brain Company just dropped a grapefruit one. Oh, maybe right before, right before the holidays. It could have been in November and then they're getting ready to come out with their own, I think it's gonna be called Medusa WBC Medusa line. Mm -hmm. And, and it'll have a picture of Medusa on it and it'll be a rotating series of, of high proof, high flavored, um, IPAs. Um, so it's, it's it's catchy on um, Interesting. everybody. Boulevard has done a couple, um, but but this this line for New Belgium, it, I mean, it used to be Fat Tire. Everybody knew what Fat Tire was. I was going to say that was and, uh,
1: coming from Colorado. Everybody had a fat. That was like yeah. what you drank.
8: And and now Fat Tire <laughs> is, is kind of off the side, and and the Voodoo Ranger line is, is, oh, is yeah, Voodoo is there. The yeah. new hip thing. It's yeah, it's it's the it's new. It's easy to drink. It's, it's full bodied, and I mean they have a, a regular one. It's yeah, And the variety pack of
7: there's a voodoo variety pack that has you know four different uh, of their different IPAs, so it's great, great to hit a spectrum of things of you know there's one for the person who's like, "Hey, I like IPAs, I want to get blasted by hops," or right. somebody who's like, "Well, I don't love IPAs. I like a little fruitier or something easier drinking." you know, it, sure it covers every spectrum of, of what somebody might be looking
1: for, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, that is really nice. I will say, uh, going into the holidays, I, I did stock up and I bought one of your major cases of the um, the, the shiner. The yeah. holiday drink, and so that's why I have a case of that. I'm going to try to milk that as much <laughs> yeah. as I can throughout the year before I have to stock up again on that one. Yeah. But between that, yeah, those those fruity drinks, the the lighter beers, the Shock Top, that kind of stuff, I think is uh, I've really enjoyed them. That was helped me branch away from just the traditional. You drink the 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 Bush, or you drink the Coors, or you drink the Butter, that sort yeah. of thing.
8: Yeah, the, the intermediate of the Shock Top, New Belgium. Yeah, um, which Shock Top has an orange zest to it. Uh, Blue Moon, um, you'll never see it without or not served without an orange right. to put a, a more orangey flavor in. Their NA version of it already has some orange put into it, so it, it's, a, it's, it's a beer like beer and orange juice mixed together. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that that fruit fruit thing that is, is just kind of breaks up the monotony of
1: kind of breaks it all of
8: up. something just. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like that. I like it. Let's take a break here, real quick. We're talking with Davis Liquor Outlet, Ryan and Blake Davis. You can find them all over town with their multiple locations. Be able to stock up on your goodies for the big game tomorrow. When we come back, we'll uh, try some of these. We'll uh, talk about what else you, you can get prepared for it with the big game. Also, we are going to get a check in briefly from uh, uh, Doug Downs over at Jewelry Savers, getting ready for that big uh, uh, pick a purse promotion. 10 individuals getting a coach purse for Valentine's Day with maybe some goodies hidden inside it as well. We'll talk about that and get an update as well. Right around the corner, just a few minutes left, one more segment here on Kansas Talk, Wichita's Big Talker, KQAM. Stay here. into it, 10 minutes to the top of the hour, wrapping up Candace Talk right here, Wichita's Big Talker, KQAM. So great to have you with us here. We have Brian and Blake Davis, Davis Sicker Outlet, in studio, about ready to try a, a uh, different type of alcohol-free beverage. We'll do that in just a moment. We also, we've been talking about our Pick a Purse promotion with KQAM Radio, our partners over at Jewelry Savers and Heartland Bicycle, about ready to give away some coach purses for Valentine's Day. Guys, hint, hint, wink, wink, your last minute uh, gift that you can give away there. Uh, we have on the line here, Doug Downs, our general manager and morning show host over on our sports station KGSO. He's out there in Jewelry Savers, uh, Doug. This is a big one. This is a fun one we do every year, but uh, man, it's all lined up, ready to go out there. It sounds like,
2: man. Everybody's
9: here, ready to have a good time. We've got all ten uh, of our qualifiers that are starting to show up. That one purses through KQAM, the sister station Hank Jewelry Savers, and Harlem Bicycle. And- Everybody is just kind of shopping around Jewelry Savers right now, checking out maybe some other gifts that are just in time for Valentine's Day. But something we've done every year, Andy, and it's always a good time. People are excited. We have 10 coach purses. Now, look, I don't carry a purse, so I'm not sure how big of a deal this whole coach purse thing is. But I hear it's a pretty big deal. And by the looks of the people that are here that are going to win a purse, they're all excited. So this is going to be a really, really fun day out here at Joy Savers.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a fun one for the Coach Purse, but then there's also apparently some hidden gems in a couple of them as well, isn't there?
9: Yes, we've got uh, some gift certificates to restaurants that are hidden in some of them. We've got uh, cash hidden in some of them, and we have a pair of diamond earrings hidden in one of them. So not only is somebody going to win a Coach Purse, but a pair of diamond earrings from Jewelry Savers as well.
1: Mm, I love it. That sounds like a lot of fun. So they win the purse today. I'm assuming that maybe that would look good going up to, I don't know, like a big game or something tomorrow as well. What do you think?
9: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it would. You know, I mean, people will be excited for that too. It's just all around. The big <laughs> team again, obviously, with the big game tomorrow that's going on, uh, got a couple of people here in their their Chiefs gear, so they're already geared up for it. And then, of course, Valentine's Day right around the corner. It, it, you know, and here's the thing that that, uh, that I always love. There's about three guys here that qualified to win one of these persons. Obviously, they're getting bailed out for Valentine's Day. And, you know, the guys are always the ones that are standing here waiting going, yeah, I'm qualified so I can do something nice for my <laughs> wife or my girlfriend or whatever it may be. And they're just kind of hanging out here ready to, to go up. Now, here's what's funny, though, is their wife, girlfriend, whatever it is, they're with the guys, so they don't make a mistake and pick the
1: wrong purse. Mm, that is true. That hey, is true.
8: Hey, Doug, is there a lot of is a lot of Bronco Bronco colors out there today? Unfortunately, there's not. Oh man, I thought you, today. thought you might TV have been all, all in.
6: Broncos fan, <laughs> I,
1: I love it. It is Jewelry Savers. Go check it out. Go check out Jewelry Savers and Heartland Bicycle. A great partners on the promotion. Doug, have fun out there with the purse giveaway. We'll do some updates on Facebook, we'll do some updates on the radio, and we'll hear from some of our winners. We're looking forward to it.
9: Absolutely. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate
1: it. There we go. Appreciate that. That's Doug down, so You can hear him on KGSO with the morning show, The Game Plan, 6 to 9 a.m. Also, our general manager for Stickline Communications as well with the big promotion, the Jewelry Savers giveaway. All right, we got a few minutes left here. So we cracked open one of these bad boys, and we had to crack open... I I gotta get this again. So okay, it is the sparkling, old fashioned, oak, vanilla bitters, cannabis infused, uh, alcohol free beverage. A
8: little yep, bit of alcohol, uh, yeah. Yeah, flyers flyers brand. I think we uh, I think it's seven ninety nine in the store. We have yep. a, we have a couple of different different versions of those. There's a margarita, um, oh, and a I I call it similar to like a vodka spritz without the vodka. Mm-hmm. Okay, um,
1: I'm still um, trying to to nail down the smell of what it smells there's, like.
8: Well, you're gonna get some. There's some bitters. Um, yeah. I think you'll taste the bitters. It's pretty dry on the tongue. I mean, it, it, it's, it's as close to an old-fashioned in a can without the alcohol that, that I go, I, I'm like, I'm amazed. Okay. But, and I, I do find with this one, um, I, I don't know if it's the vanilla or what, but I do get a little bit of a, a, a coffee vibe
7: from it sometimes, especially yeah. it, it's great if you pour it over ice, you know, in an ice cup, really get that kind of cocktail vibe. Um, that's, that's been my go-to with it. So,
1: That is the most unique thing I think I've ever tasted. That is interesting.
7: Uh, that's kind of the, the nice thing about there being no alcohol is that's uh, the Biggest problem with canned cocktails is just sometimes they just come out with, you know, you can taste the booze in them, but the cocktail part kind of falls away, but right. it just doesn't have any booze to throw off all the flavors, so it uh, actually comes through pretty well is what they're shooting for.
1: Yeah, that is that is good. I like that. That is uh, definitely, the like I said, the most unique thing, but it's good. It's, it's different. It's different than I, th- I think I've ever traded Yeah.
8: I like it. I no, like you'll, it. Be, you'll be nice and calm later today. <laughs> I think nice and relaxed. That's yeah. right. So, hey, babe, let's watch some MMA. Why
1: not? Hooray. This, let's hey. go. Yeah. You to keep the blood
8: pressure down tomorrow. You don't want to get too worked up during the game.
7: Grab some of these and you're
1: ready to go. That's interesting. I really like that. Good stuff. Uh, we got just about a minute or so left here, but talk about your locations, your hours for the next day or two. If people are trying to load up on their stuff for the big game tomorrow, how can they find you guys?
7: Sure thing. So we have uh, three locations around town at 21st and Amadon, 13th of Waco, and then right over here at Kellogg and Tyler. Uh, so tomorrow on Sunday, we will be open noon to 8 p.m. Um, and then back to regular hours on Monday after that. Uh, so just remember, if you stop in, you have Chiefs gear on, you can score 10 percent off on your purchase. And, you know, fingers crossed for tomorrow, right?
1: I like it. Fingers crossed yeah. for tomorrow. All <laughs> right. Prediction. Do you think uh, what do you what do you think it's going to turn out like tomorrow?
8: Uh, I got to take the Chiefs. You can't, yeah. he can't right. bet against Mahomes. That's nope.
1: right. The yeah. magic of the Taylor yeah. Swift voodoo. I, I, I don't know how. I don't know how many <laughs> scores
8: are going to be, but uh, but I, I, I assume yeah. she's bringing the Grammy and just kind of channeling yeah. that
7: energy. And I think now, really see, like that. Now see, here's
1: the here's the thing. Did Travis Kelsey show up to the Grammys to support her? Because I did not see him there. No, he was.
8: Think... Uh, they just landed in Vegas that day, mm. um, so he was.
1: I see. Practicing. So he couldn't show up to support her, but she's going to support him. Does I
8: don't you know what Most She's I, in Japan. This girl, she'll be in like one side of the country one minute and then the next. I mean, it must I, be nice. I mean, she did just sell one of her jets.
1: I yeah. Mean, well, that I is. Mean, she. Yeah. That is. I guess that is a good <laughs> like thing. Like selling one of her cars. I, I, no, right, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I uh, take
7: that
8: excuse. So like, ah, oh,
7: sorry, babe. In Japan, can't make it. That's right. You know,
1: she's diehard. I love it. Appreciate it, guys, it's Brian and Blake Davis. Go check them out. Davis outlet. and the app. Download that. All the specials are on there as well. All the time. Plus, you can go and check them out. Stock up for the big game that's going on tomorrow. It's always good to see you guys. We appreciate it, as always. Yeah,
7: thanks for having us, Andy.
1: Yeah, always fun. Thank you. There it is. We're back at it again next week. We'll talk some more about the legislative session, other things going on in the area. Plus, we have our syndicated show, The Voice Reason, coming up here uh, later on, on tomorrow. That is during the game, by the way. So we'll see how many of you actually tune in for that one as you're watching that big game. Until then, though, we're back at it on Monday, next Saturday for Kansas Talk as well. Have fun. Enjoy the nice, decent, warmer-ish weather as the early spring is officially hit. It's Candace Talk, Wichita's big talker, KQAM.